On Saturday, June 24th, 2023, we had our two-year anniversary YouTube live stream. It was so much fun having you all join us in the chat room and interacting with us. This is the audio version of that if you prefer to listen or you were there and want to relive the experience. In this episode, we'll talk about the safety not guaranteed time travel classified ad and the journey to find who placed it, the Paul McCartney death conspiracy and the crazy theories associated with it, and a 911 call where the caller claims he had intruders that were not of this world. On this episode of Technically a Conversation... and welcome to our first YouTube live stream. You're watching Technically a Conversation, a podcast where we share an interesting topic or story with each other and hope you find it interesting as well. I'm one half of your host, Jose, and I'm joined today by my lovely co-hosts, Isela and Elena. How are you ladies doing today? Awesome. Fabulous. <laughs> um, I know you didn't ask, but I'm doing great. Just going to start off by saying <laughs> that I have no idea what we're, we're doing and I'm so sorry if this sucks. Well, we already know no, you were no, doing no, great because no. uh, we were having a conversation before, so we forgot. <laughs> we forgot to ask it was again. So hard. Yeah, <laughs> this is technology is hard, guys. Sorry. Yeah. Yep, computers are hard. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and sorry we about the uh, delay. We couldn't figure out how to actually go live, but uh, looks like we figured it out eventually. Mm-hmm. So, how are you, ladies, doing? I know that you were very excited about Father's Day, Isela. How was your Father's Day? <laughs> It was so nice. Um, you know, just kind of my dad put some burgers on the grill and had my some friends of the family come over there. I mean, they're basically like chosen family. Uh, it was really nice. How about yours? What'd you guys do? Well, we managed to get out of there without crying. So I would say that that was a success. <laughs> <laughs> that is always a success. Absolutely. We love to exaggerate. Good. Ah. <laughs> uh, so from I was like, what were we expecting? From what I understand, Jose was the one who grilled the burgers, right? That's right. No, oh, okay. Yeah. So he's the one that grilled, but uh, no, it was good. They got a one of those above ground pools, and we got oh. to swim a little bit. It was fun. Yeah, nice a little fun in the mm-hmm. sun. Yeah, and my dad did something cool. uncharacteristically sweet, also, and uh, he actually <gasps> stayed outside with me while I was grilling. Normally, he normally normally he'll normally, abandon normally? me. Yeah, uh, we're talking as hard also, not just computers. <laughs> it is hard. <laughs> yes, it is true. Yeah, normally uh, my dad will just abandon me and leave me out there grilling while he's watching Cowboys football or something. But no, he actually stayed mm-hmm. out there and we were talking and stuff. So it was nice. That's because there were that no uh, Cowboys sweet. games. No, oh, you just ruined the illusion for me. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys have a like meaningful father son conversation over the, some patties? Mm, no, not really. My dad just made the comment okay. that uh, Metallica performed all week on Jimmy Kimmel or something, and I was like, "Oh, okay. he's all trying," week. you know. He knows Metallica. That's cute. He's like reaching out, trying to make conversation with. There's him. no way my my dad would not know Metallica though, because that was like his favorite band forever growing up. In fact, yeah. the sweetest story, as much as you like to. Shit on my dad, <laughs> on our dad. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Do tell. The time that Metallica was going to come as close as El Paso was Las Cruces and there was a blizzard and my brother couldn't get there. So my dad wrote a letter to Metallica's manager or something. And they ended up sending my brother like a t-shirt and a bunch of like fan club stuff. So he does care in his own way. Oh my God, that's very sweet. Especially to take time to act. Wow, that's very kind. Well, he, okay. Yeah, he knew how devastated he was to see Metallica. Yes. So he thought, you know, why not? And they sent him like this care package or whatever. It was really, really cool. Yeah. Oh, see, this is why we need Elena on the show so we can get these beautiful meanings. <laughs> There's probably like three. Yeah. yeah. Right? But I yeah, understand. Totally, this is that very totally sweet. makes up for all the times that he beat me and everything and berated oh. me and all that. <laughs> hey, trust me, us Mexican. I think it's any, like, almost, I don't know what you think about this, like, uh, statement I'm about to say, but I feel like most immigrants... Most immigrants, when they have kids and they've come to this fucking country, they're like, I'm going to fucking beat your ass if you don't act up. You know what I mean? Like, that's just normal. Yeah. That's just normal for immigrant parents. And then uh, I guess talking about the pool day that we had for Father's Day, Alan said that you guys killed a murder wasp. It was not a murder wasp. I think it was just a bee. But <laughs> oh, okay. uh, but yeah, they uh, they made it seem like it was like a, like a, yeah, like a murder bees? wasp. Yeah. I think I made that joke that's, oh, shit, it's a murder wasp. And um, I think between <laughs> Adan and, and Alejandro, our, our uh, other brother, uh, they were able to put him in a little bag or something. So they kind of kept them as a little souvenir. In a, in a like, well, the dead body it, in a bag? Yeah, a, well, it was a dead body with pool water. Um, so it was floating on the top of the pool water. Oh, oh I see. <laughs> But that damn bee was like a kamikaze. Like, it kept on trying to dive bomb us and sting us when we were swimming, so kind of got what it deserved wow oh. plus also bees <laughs> is like, one of no, my three no, fears so. i don't know if Peter would agree <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know how big you are right <laughs> yeah bees is one of my three fears so i, I was kind of okay by it mm. although i do want to go back to the metallica story because i have one of the best stories out there i think <laughs> do tell so do tell. i was finally able to get my brother to go see metallica about 30 years later no just kidding <laughs> <laughs> we went to phoenix and we had floor seats and it was awesome we had also way too much to drink but awesome memories oh. and i just remember we're just jamming out to metallica and i turn over to see my brother and he's sobbing and i'm like oh. are you okay and he's like these are the songs from my childhood and i was like oh i thought so you cute. didn't even want to come oh you didn't want to oh he was portraying like whatever yeah oh, that's cool oh. but he wasn't the only one that cried and the other person wasn't me it was our other brother poncho alfonso sorry uh. Yeah. Right. See, I, oh, that's funny. That's see, great. I don't lie when I say that I cry at things. I think Isela <laughs> saw me almost cry when we saw Henry Cavill's costume when we went to, to oh. Dallas to go look at the yes. costumes. Like my eyes imagine. were tearing yes. up, but I was able to fight the uh, tears from coming out. <laughs> yeah, he was like ordering the tear to go back. Like, you get back in there. That's because you weren't heavily intoxicated like we were for the concert. So, Oh, yeah. That is also yeah. true. You know, that'll, that'll that. bring the emotions out for sure. <laughs> Yeah, the intoxication came later. But you know what? There is <laughs> there is something to say about when you're in front of a singer or an artist that has 
seen you through so many and like their music, of course, you know, has their music has been there through like so many years or even just like rough times. Like there's a, there's a reason why people really do get moved to that point, even if it's not a band of 30 years, you know, it's like these kids when they were crying for like Michael Jackson and stuff like yeah. that, you know? Yeah. And I thought I was oh, going to be really the one cool. to cry. I was like, oh my God, this is like on the list of on my bucket list. You know, the one of the yeah. things to do before I die was to see Metallica live in concert and I got it Aww. done and I thought I was going to be the one to cry. And nope, I didn't. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <Aww. laughs> I had to, I had to console the brothers instead. <laughs> Oh, you, you, she had to hold it up together. She's like, just call me Elmer. I'm the glue that's going to hold y'all. I had to be the strong one. Aye, aye. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I tell you, I'm, I'm a big wuss. And uh, going back to the bees, Erica agrees that bees and wasps are the worst. Thank you, Erica, for validating my, uh, my fears. Yes. And I'm glad that she included wasps. I've only been stung by a wasp. And it was, there was a pool somewhere out in the Far East Side of El Paso and I was having a grand old time and I was in line to dive off one of those really, really high diving boards. And as I'm in line, I felt something like pinching my my thigh, the outside of my thigh. I was like, oh, what is that? And I I actually got to grab it and pull it Ouch. out. It was so yeah, it was not with cool. the stinger? You mean like the stinger was um, in you? Yeah, I think yeah. Oh no. Yeah. So then somebody told me how like they die afterwards. Then I felt a little bit bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think they kind of deserve it for being assholes. Why well, no bees will only attack you if they have to because they know they're going to die. I don't know about wasps though. Don't they like regrow oh, their know. stinger? No, I don't know. That could be an Oh, that'd be urban great. Legend. I hope so. I feel bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that... <laughs> can we get a, a bee person, a bee expert on here? <laughs> yeah, that I'm not sure of. But I think it's just the bees that they, they do die, but wasps I'm not sure. I think yeah, I've heard yeah. that a wasp can continue stinging you multiple times. And I think mm. if the stinger breaks off, even though the body's gone, the stinger can still continue to sting you. Oh, no, so, no, 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 no. So it's important to get that stinger out of there oh as quickly God. as possible. That's awful. It's all like pulsating like a weird <laughs> <bitch>. <laughs> Pulsating. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> wow. And so, Elena, what about um, your husband for Father's Day? What did you guys get to do uh, for him? Well, we did the same thing. I mean, he took his father out to go eat. I didn't go because Aww. I'm lazy and I like to wake up late, no. <laughs> get ready late. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, you have a lot of responsibilities, don't <laughs> So he took the kids. They went to go uh, have lunch at, oh my goodness, I can't remember where. Oh, yeah, it was like a Mexican seafood place. And then mm. after that, he came home, and then I finished getting ready, and then we took off to my dad's, so. Oh, that's really nice. That's cool. I'm glad it was a very happy day for everybody. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. yeah. It was a lot of fun. That's cool. That's cool. All right, enough fucking around, ladies. Ready to get started? Ready. Always. We got to figure out the order, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, mine is kind of long, so either you two can go first, since you all said that yours is short, and then I can go last. Or I can go first and then you ladies can go last. And I um, guess there's no ads. We don't have any ads yet for <laughs> for this episode. But for the listeners, we'll, right. we'll probably put some ads in there. So we'll figure that out. I guess uh, okay. we'll split them up or whatever. But um, Well, we went first last time. So maybe you should go first with your long story. Yeah. Then we do the ads and then we'll do ours later. Okay. That's Sounds fair. good. And uh, for the people that are in the live stream, you're going to see how bad I am at reading. 
<laughs> since I normally edit most of our mistakes out. <laughs> But yeah, I have like oh, look, a third so, grade reading level. So Erica says, "New sci-fi movie: Bees, where the stingers grow back, wasps can sting multiple times." Oh, just like what you said. Mm -hmm. And then Adan said, "They'll keep stinging you until it's tired or dead." And Antonio said, "It's not a lizard tail nerd, I guess, because I said that the the stinger oh, yeah. can grow back, <laughs> <It> grows back." <laughs> yeah. I never said it was. That's funny. <laughs> I am pretty fascinated by those things that grow back. That's freaking yeah. weird. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, side note. <laughs> <laughs> And also, uh, the Duke Stephen B. He did write to let us know he wasn't going to be able to make it since he's out having drinks with his son. But uh, he mm -hmm. wished us good luck. I let him know that we're going to need it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, thanks. Exactly. Aw, yes, absolutely. Thank you. All right. So now, are we ready to get started? Yes. Yeah, are you ready? You're the one going first, boy. <laughs> <laughs> That didn't sound like a yes, Isela. Do it. Do it. Great. <laughs> Let's get started. So have either of you ladies ever put an ad in the newspaper or, on, or online for something? No. Yes. Really, Isela? What was the ad about, if uh, you don't mind me asking? Well, it wasn't an ad. I don't know. Does this count? I've sold things online. That that counts 100%. Did you have any luck? Okay, cool. Uh, selling? Yeah, yeah. I sold it for sure. Yeah, I sold a couple things actually. Yeah. Cool. Uh, like Elena, I haven't uh, placed any ads either. I've never really felt like I had a need to do so. Uh, and I've also always been very curious as to how successful they really are or what kind of reach they would have and who really reads and replies to them. Today... Mm. I'm going to tell you about possibly the most famous classified ad ever and the hunt to find out who wrote this ad and if the ad was serious. Want me to read the ad to you? Yes. Okay. It reads, wanted somebody to go back in time with me. This is not a joke. P.O. Box 322, Oakview, California, 93022. You'll get paid after we get back. Must bring your own weapons. Safety not guaranteed. I have only done this Once before. Ah, cabrón. <laughs> Qué pedo, ¿verdad? <laughs> Elena, what was the first thing that comes to your mind after I, I said that? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I What came to mind was getting paid when they returned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. The part that got me is, must bring your own weapons. Safety not guaranteed. Great. Um, have you ever heard about this classified ad before? No, at first I thought you were going somewhere else with this, uh, but it's not the story that I was thinking, so no. Okay. Um, for those of you that are watching the video, I'm going to go ahead and play you the original ad as it was shared on YTMND on October 27, 2005 by Axel Bonback. I think it's important that you see the original. For our audio listeners, everything we describe will be in the show notes. So I have no idea how I'm going to share this, but I'm going to try. So let's see how this works. Okay, can you all see that? Uh, it's still loading on my end. It's black right now. Yeah, I see it black. Can you see it? I can only hear it. Oh, I can see us now. Yeah, it was very easy. <laughs> okay, you weren't <laughs> yeah. able to see the screen? No. It was oh, black. Oh, there it is. I see it. Okay, I can see it on YouTube. Okay. But I couldn't see it on ours. Shit. Okay, let me, oh. let me try it again. Maybe, maybe it'll work if I try it again. Hmm. Yes. Okay. okay, so that was the original ad, and I'm going to stop it there before we get 
banned on our first YouTube live stream. <laughs> so this I ad love is love the haircut. Yes. Uh, this ad is pretty much just a classified ad with a picture of a value brand, Ryan Reynolds with a mullet, who would go <laughs> on to be affectionately known on the internet as Mullet Man. Um, although I kind of feel like that title has not been reclaimed by the Tiger King, Joe Exotic. I think he's the, uh, sure. the Mullet Man now. And the music that's playing in the background is Push It to the Limit by Paul Ingman from the Scarface soundtrack, in case you, you recognize that. Now, with the classified ad alone, you had my curiosity, but with the picture of Mullet Man and the push it to the limit in the background, now you have my attention. Visitors of YTMND loved it instantly, as you would expect, and commenters immediately called it an instant classic. I would agree with them. Wait, shouldn't you, shouldn't you read the ads for the people on the... Oh, he did. It, yeah, like I read that like uh, five minutes oh, ago. Oh, you did? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't read it. Oh. Okay. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> okay. When you popped off. <laughs> yeah. So the, oh, so the ad while you were gone was wanted someone to go back in time with me. This is not a joke. P.O. Box 322, Oakview, California, 93022. You'll get paid after we get back. Must bring your own weapons. <laughs> Safety, not guaranteed. I have only done this once before. Okay. So um, as I was saying, uh, people said that it was an instant classic. People online loved it. And again, I would agree with them as we're talking about it almost 20 years later. But it wasn't without its fair share of criticism, as dissenters were quick to point out that this was old news and it had been seen a few years earlier on Jay Leno. Axel Bonback wasn't discouraged and he never claimed to have created the ad, and the site continued to be flooded with fans of the safety not guaranteed meme. Now, I first learned about this story a few years ago, courtesy of Tales from the Internet video by Justin Wang, and I've been wanting to cover this for so long now, but I initially thought that I wasn't going to be able to find enough information to make a full episode out of it. So I was really glad that I held on to it for this episode because I really love this story and actually found out a lot more information than I initially thought or that uh, I remember being on the initial video by Justin Wang. So the original post goes up on October 27, 2005. In January of 2006, a user by the name of Scro posted a picture he claimed that he found in his attic. Upon further inspection, it appears to be our protagonist, Mullet Man, dressed in a Civil War attire, holding some type of musket. The text claims that it's not a joke and was found in Scrow's attic. Of course, Scarface Banger, Push It to the Limit was included. And if you look at the picture, it looks identical to our mulleted clearance bin, Ryan Reynolds. Justin Wang claims that it looks legit and someone could have uh, done it if they were really good at Photoshop, but they would have gone through a lot of trouble to fake that picture especially in 2006, but it wouldn't have been impossible. So let me show you that picture and you could tell me if it looks like our, our mulleted friend. Uh, let, me, mm. let me try and uh, share the screen here. Okay. Hopefully you all can see it. I see. Oh, yeah. That kind of looks like when you go to one of those places that's like a glamour shots, but they dress you up in old timey clothes. Oh, yeah. Like put this corset on, you know? <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. So, so you all Sorry. were able to see it. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. So looking at that, looking at the original uh, Ryan Reynolds lookalike ad, does look like the same person, right? Mm -hmm. And um, I guess. what Justin Wang was saying was that the Photoshop would have been really hard because the, the initial image was kind of like a, a front profile. 
And this one appears like he's turning kind of sideways. So it would have been really hard to do yeah. that unless there was another picture somewhere. Right. When was the ad taken out again? Uh, the original ad came out in 2005 in October. Uh, or, or actually, let me rephrase that. The original post was made on October 27, 2005. And then... Mm. January of 2006 was when Scro posted that video that he found in his attic. Oh, um, okay. Well, then those uh, glamour shot thingies wouldn't have been impossible. Yeah. And, I mean, by then, there was a lot of digital footprint or finger, what are they called? Like a lot of pictures out on the internet. So, I mean, it's possible that somebody could have just found another photo and doctored it. It, it certainly is possible. So the YTMND users wanted to get to the bottom of this and find out who placed the ad and what the imp intentions of the person was. Was this a joke? Is this person delusional? Does this person actually think they're able to travel through time? What is meant by safety not guaranteed? Pretty much any mm -hmm. question you might be asking yourself or thinking, 2006 YTMND was thinking, and they were not going to give up without some answers. Uh, according to Justin Wang, YTMND user Vex5 decided to do a little bit of social engineering and called the post office to inquire who owned the P.O. box. Apparently, he just told the person who answered that they worked for YTMND, and the caller was like, that checks out, and told him that the P.O. box belonged to a company named Kanawa Books and gave him a phone number. Vex5 wasn't able to find any information for Kanawa Books online, but they were able to find an entry for them in the phone book and discovered that the phone number belonged to Deborah and Mark Wynicki, but the number was not in service. Vex5 was able to find another phone number linked with the company, and we actually have a recording. Would you like to hear the recording? Ooh. Yeah. So this is yes. they're like, we can't come to the phone right now because we're in the future. <laughs> well, this is the first recording. Let me play it and then I'll describe it. Okay. Please don't call this number again, the 805 number. Um, I it's a new number for me. I'm not involved with time travel. Please do not call this number again or I'll report you. Thank you. Okay, and in case you were not able to make out what the person on the other line said, they said, quote, please don't call this number again, the 805 number. It's a new number for me, and I'm not involved with time travel. Please do not call this number again, or I'll report you. Thank you. So Vex5- Who's she going to report him to? Great question. I think that's one of those- <laughs> Space Force. <laughs> I think it's just one of those things that you tell people when you're fed up with receiving calls. So apparently, um, it seems like these people from- YTMND weren't the first people to contact this person. Um, so it sounded like she was already kind of fed up of getting these type of calls. Yeah. Vex5 ended up getting spooked by that, but encouraged others to call because what could possibly go wrong, right? When you put some poor people's phone number on a, on a forum online, or it was more like of a meme Gosh. website. Yeah. Right. So uh, Guano claimed that after calling the number, they got the answering machine, which asked to leave a message for Mark, Deborah, Moses or Caesar. This got people wondering if Moses or Caesar were the historical Moses or Caesar, or if Mark was the name of Mullet Man and Deborah was his mom. However, if that really is Mullet Man in the WW2 pictures, the World War II pictures, it couldn't be the historical Moses or Caesar since Mullet Man claimed to have only traveled back in time once. User, maybe my safety isn't, attempted calling back and asking for Caesar. Let me play you that recording. Hi, um, is, uh, Caesar there? Is Caesar here? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he is. Um, cool, can I talk to him? Yeah, hold on. 
Hey, Caesar. Yeah, I'm speaking. How's it going? Good. How you doing? Uh, pretty good. Uh, about this uh, safety thing. Um, what kind of weapons do you want me to bring? Man, you have got the wrong number. You sure? <laughs> yep. And if, uh, I'm gonna put a trace on this if you call again and have the police visit you. Now, although the person on the phone stated he was Caesar, more digging discovered that the person that maybe my safety is and spoke with had to have been Mark because Moses and Caesar were their pet dog and bird. They also discovered that Deborah and Mark were in their mid-50s looking at various records. Some sightings of Mark at various events in Oakview, California confirmed that he looked like a man who was in his 50s. The YTMND wiki, which I was using for this part of the story, did not elaborate what the research consisted of. But, you know, apparently some people were able to track this poor couple down and <laughs> it's almost like they were kind of stalking them, you know? Oh, yeah. Also, I felt bad because the guy, when he answered the phone, he I almost feel like he knew because he was like laughing. <laughs> Did you notice when he was laughing even before he <laughs> got on the phone, you know? Yeah, I believe Caesar was actually the name of the of the bird. So they kind of knew that something fishy was going on. I think that's why he was laughing because the guy called asking for Caesar oh. and he was like, Caesar's the name of our bird. <laughs> and it might have just been happening a lot. Like, so, yeah, that's true. That's funny. In response to all these calls, the answering machine message had been changed to say that this number has nothing to do with time travel or going back in time. And apparently there was mm -hmm. a recording of that at one time, but I wasn't able to find it. I even tried going to the Wayback Machine, which actually all these recordings I was able to get thanks to the Wayback Machine because they're not online anymore. Oh, wow. Mm. On October 31st- You time traveled a little too. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I did, courtesy of the Wayback Machine. This tricky, <laughs> this tricky bastard. <laughs> it's not the first time I've had to use the Wayback Machine to get uh, information for my research. Okay, now it's gonna start to get really interesting. On October 31st, 2007, user Black Adders 2 was able to get Don LaFontaine, the guy that used to do all the movie trailer voiceovers back in the day, to read the ad. And he created a video for it that includes our favorite mulleted Ryan Reynolds lookalike. And I do have a, a video of that. So I'm gonna attempt to play it. Hopefully we don't get taken down as the trailer has a Nightwish song in the background. Uh -oh. uh, so oh, please don't sue us Nightwish or Don LaFontaine's family. <laughs> yeah, we, please, we're big yeah. fans. Please we're don't. big fans. <laughs> so hopefully we, we don't get taken down. But um, I'm going to play that for you now. Wanted. Somebody to go back in time with me. This is not a joke. You'll get paid after we return. I have only done this once before. Must bring your own weapons. Safety not guaranteed. <laughs> okay, but you could tell that oh the face goodness. was superimposed. Yeah, yeah, it, it looks totally yes. fake. But <laughs> but it's it's yeah. clever. I like it. <laughs> yeah, for two thousand and for two thousand and seven, it was super cool. That is great. Naturally, there was some skepticism about whether or not this was really Don LaFontaine. Some people claimed that uh, Black Adders 2 was full of shit, but according to Black Adders 2, he had sent an email to LaFontaine just kind of on a whim, hoping that he would play along, and he delivered, which I think was super awesome of him. 
Yeah. Now, when LaFontaine died in September of 2008, this trailer ended up blowing up and exposed a ton more people to the safety not guaranteed meme. But still, they were no closer to finding out who had placed this ad. Hold on. Before you go, we have comments. Wishmaster, that's from Erica. And Antonio says, is that the voice from the Mexa dude that does the trailer joke? No, that was actually the guy that did all the trailers <laughs> like prior to 2007. Yeah, all the movie Yeah, because he died in 2008. <laughs> so that's the reason you don't hear that guy do the trailers anymore. Because um, I had actually read some story that out of respect to him, because he did like every single movie trailer, like they just decided not to do that anymore and not trying to find anybody else to replace him. So that's why all the oh. trailers ended up changing oh. after Don LaFontaine died. That's really sweet. One trick, one job, <laughs> going yeah. back to the future. I know we're going back to the past. <laughs> yeah. So again, LaFontaine La died and this trailer ended up exploding and it exposed a whole bunch of people to this gag and this meme. Around this time, Derek Connolly saw the Don LaFontaine version of Safety Not Guaranteed and was inspired to write a script for the movie. The script was done in 2010 and director Colin Trevorrow was signed on to direct. You might be a little familiar with Colin Trevorrow as he also directed two of the Jurassic World movies and two Jurassic World TV series, which I didn't even know existed. 2010 was also when we had our first big break in the mystery. In the September-October 2010 edition of Backwoods Home magazine, John Silveira finally admits to having written the ad. According to a Business Insider article by Kim Renfro, John Silveira was asked to come up with fillers for unsold ad space in the Backwoods Home magazine. The first ad he wrote was a personal ad written in hopes of finding a girlfriend. The second contained the now famous Safety Not Guaranteed Wanted ad. Uh, the ad is actually from the opening lines of a science fiction novel that he had been working on. Both ads featured the same P.O. box. This was the first time Silveira publicly admitted to writing the ad and expressed his displeasure that, quote, some guy with a bad mullet has run the ad with his picture of as if it's his. Trevorrow somehow finds out about the article and calls up Backwoods Home Magazine and requests to speak with Silveira. The two bonded over a meal and their ideas of who this character could have been since Silveira was writing a novel about him. So I don't know if you know this, but the movie was made and debuted at the 2012 Sundance Festival. It was on the Sundance? Yeah. And I actually saw it this morning. <laughs> I watched the yeah, movie. Yeah, I, I saw it this yeah, morning. It's yeah, funny. and it's actually quite good. Mm -mm. Yeah, yeah. I like Jake Johnson though. But anyway, that was the only reason why I watched. Yeah, I well, I like Audrey Plaza and Kristen Bell a lot. They're both in it. So, um, and then after doing this research and finding out that an actual movie was made about it, it that's what uh, got me to watch it. That's funny. When you were talking about it, I was like, shit, I saw a movie that was called that. So when you were saying all this, I'm like, oh my god, I had no idea it was based on something real. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> So at the premiere, um, which was at the 2012 Sundance Film Festival, Silveira was introduced and received a standing ovation from the crowd. And like I mentioned, uh, the movie stars Audrey Plaza, Kristen Bell, Mark Duplass, uh, Jake Johnson. And actually, uh, Silveira also makes a cameo in the film. He plays a man at the post office. There's like a little scene where they're staking out oh. the post office trying to find out who owns the P.O. box. So there's a guy that goes there and, and gets the mail. And it's actually Silveira. Oh, wow. oh that's, cool. that's cool. Now I need to rewatch it. <laughs> <laughs> Much to my disappointment and the disappointment of the entire YTMND community as a whole, the song Push It to the Limit was not used in the trailer 
nor does it appear anywhere on the soundtrack, which I think is a really big miss. <laughs> Hashtag um, fail. It is. Yeah, missed opportunity. And I'm normally not a fan of needle drops in movies. I prefer for them to be scored. But that song not being in the movie is inexcusable. I Th agree, for sure. Though Solveira thought that it would be just a little joke and no one would ever see it, he received thousands of responses to that ad. It became one of the biggest and most popular internet memes of all time. Don LaFontaine made a fake trailer for it, which inspired a movie. The ad that he placed looking for a girlfriend only got five responses. <laughs> oh, wah, wah, wah. Sad. <laughs> Were any of them girlfriend material, though? Right. I mean, it could be a twofer. He could have just looked through these crazy people <laughs> responding, <laughs> maybe in hopes for a romantic connection. Right. <laughs> yeah. Sadly, I did not find any information on that. And that is the end. Dun, dun. That's dun, so interesting. Dun. That is very cool. Now I, yeah. Now I know where that movie came from. Yeah, oh, cool. and I didn't even... Now I gotta watch it. Damn it. I Yeah. Yeah, you'll enjoy it. It's funny, too. It's really I funny. I never knew it was a movie until I started researching this. That's how I first found mm. out. That's funny. You and I were like complete mm -hmm. opposites. Yeah, I knew about the internet story for... <laughs> I feel like it's been at least like three or four years now, because it was before we started doing this podcast that I'd heard about it. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, I didn't watch the movie until I think during COVID. So I, I feel like I've fairly recently watched it. Oh. Antonio says that he should have gotten his girlfriend from the future. <laughs> Maybe he didn't end up going after all since safety was not guaranteed. Oh. Well, he's a, he had already done it once before. That is true. That's right. Come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, and Erica says that it's not available to stream anywhere. Unfortunately, it's not. I had to buy it. So uh, I ended up spending fourteen ninety nine this morning because I, I really wanted to watch the movie before we did this in case... You know, there was something that I could tie into it or something. But no, I mean, it's it's pretty oh, much uh, all written just because of that one classified ad. So where did you buy it from? Amazon or? It's on the Voods. No, oh, Voodoo. Ah, mm -hmm. That makes sense. Okay, cool. Maybe you yeah, give I, us your I login. I watched it on Amazon, but that was way back in the day. <laughs> no, Sorry. I said maybe you give us your login so we can watch it. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think Funny. both. You're like going to share it I, with the I whole world. I think both of you do have <laughs> my kidding. login for it, so. <laughs> Oh, I know. I use that thing like pretty often. Yeah. So thank you. And thank you're you. very welcome. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yes. So here we're going to go ahead and cut to a commercial break for our audio listeners, for our video listeners. We'll go ahead and continue. Hey everyone, I'm Kelly. And I'm Emily, and we're from Whining About History. Ever notice how women seem to be missed, forgotten, or maybe even purposely left out of history books? We did, so we decided to take the his out of history and make it herstory. Each episode, we discuss the lives and general awesomeness of these historical wonder women, all while having a glass of wine. Or maybe a bottle. Come join us on all of your favorite podcast platforms at WAHpod on Instagram, WAH underscore pod on Twitter, and at Whining About History. Com. Remember, that's no H or E in whining. See you, See you soon. soon. Cheers. And we're back. Did and anybody back. travel back in time uh, during our break? Yes. Yeah. Did you take your own no. weapons? Oh, I did. <laughs> what weapons did, did you take? The only thing I had with me was a, uh, I just had a little mouse. That's it. Mm -hmm. That's all I took. Oh, man. 
Or you know what? At least get a sartén, like a little pan. Those pans are really good. (laughs) If it's good for the tangled girl. This whole thing right here. Just kidding. It'll do a lot of damage. Oh, definitely. Took this. Wait, is that crystals on his head? Was this? uh, Wait. Oh my god. Here we go. It was a gift from. I implore. It turns on too, but I don't have uh, batteries that work in it anymore. Mm. I implore that you have to take a picture, and then we're going to put that in the show notes because that's too fucking cool. Yes, I will. It is pretty badass. Good job. Son, I don't know if we want to say his name. Yeah, that's fine. Good job, Big A. <laughs> it's fine. Oh, okay. I was like, shoot, I shouldn't know if she wants to put that no, out there. Okay, cool. Good yeah, job, initially Alan. I thought you were going to say, is that crystals on his ass? But <laughs> no, it's crystals on its head. His ass? <laughs> no tiene ass. <laughs> no tiene oh. ass. Come on. <laughs> He's all <laughs> That's funny. Okay, so who wants to go next, ladies? I went first last time, so okay. go ahead, Elena. Do it. Take us away. See how this goes. I'm going to try and play an audio clip to like Isela did on her phone last time. So we'll see how that goes. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, by the way, I sent you the clip. Oh, you sent it to me? I I was able to download it as an MP3, but then I I, uh, opened it in Audacity. And then after that, I was, Mm -hmm. I didn't know what the heck I was doing. And so I was like, ah, for another time. Oh. I understand. Okay. Don't worry. It was hard for me to get it to. Okay, yeah. I'll I'll watch a I'll watch a YouTube video on that later. I just didn't have the time today to <laughs> figure it out. Okay, and I think right. I have yours. Right. Did yours say nine one one dot web? Okay, cool. Yes, yes, yes. Cool. So I have it queued up here to play. Ooh, okay, cool. Nine one one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Urgent. I'm just kidding. All right. <laughs> so who doesn't love a good conspiracy theory? I love them. Everybody loves them. Yes. Okay. Well, there's one that you might not have heard of because as big of a fan that I am, I had only heard about this pretty recently. Thanks to my husband, Antonio, who is on with us today. Hi, honey. What's up, (laughs) Antonio? But before I get... (laughs) But... What up? What up? But before I get started, who here is a fan of the Beatles? I am. I am now, yes. See, Okay. Well, for those of you who are, and even those of you who aren't, this man needs no introduction. The man, the myth, the legend, Paul McCartney. Yeah, he's the cute one. Oh. He's the cute one. You might have thought I was going (laughs) to go with John Lennon on this one, right? No. Mm. But no. No. (laughs) And because this is a short story, I'm going to get right to it. In 1969, Paul McCartney was behind one of the biggest conspiracy theories out there, that he, in fact, was not Paul McCartney, and he was replaced by an imposter. This is known as the Paul is dead theory. This theory stipulates that Paul died as a result of a car accident in 1966, and, well, the rest was made up by crazed and obsessed fans around the world. Besides Antonio and Jose, who else has heard of this theory? Isela? Or... I certainly no. have not heard of the Paul is dead theory. Are no. viewers that are there? No? Oh, it's gonna, there's see. about a 20 minute lag. Or I'm sorry, a 20 second lag. Yeah, there feels like a yeah. delay. Yeah, so, yeah. I just say, Antonio just says, party on Wayne, party yeah. on Garth. <laughs> I, think he's, I think he's replying party on from when we uh, shouted him out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What is it? Yeah. All right. So when my husband told me about this theory, okay, Erica said, nope. (laughs) When he told me about this conspiracy, I was like, okay, I got to look this up because I had never heard about this, especially since I was a huge Beatles fan. And obviously, Paul McCartney is still alive, if you happen to believe in that, right? 
Okay, so the story goes that Paul skidded off an icy cliff on November 9th of 1966, and the Beatles decided to cover his death and replaced him with a lookalike named Billy Shears. Luckily for the Beatles, Billy looked the part, played the part, and even sounded like Paul. But this theory makes absolutely no sense. Because if this were true, that means that Billy Shears and not Paul McCartney wrote one of their biggest hits, Hey Jude. Paul thought that this theory was amusing and even commented, If I were dead, I'd be the last to know. Now, if I had a better English accent, I would have tried to do that in an English accent, but I don't, so. <laughs> Bloody hell, Mike. Where's Stephen B. when you need right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but fans were convinced that Paul was dead and looked anywhere and everywhere for clues, most of them being on the cover of Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, or the, the cover of the, well, I call it a the CD album? now, but it's an album back then, yeah. <laughs> Mm -hmm, so apparently mm -hmm. the cover is depicting a funeral. I don't know if you guys are familiar with what the mm -hmm. cover looks like. Okay, yeah. so it's depicting a funeral and Paul is wearing a patch that has the initials OPD, which supposedly stands for officially pronounced dead. But actually, it's a badge with initials OPP. Yeah, you, you know. know me. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. You dealt with OPP. Yeah, you know me. See? They had gone into the future they too did. and then they came back. Damn it. <laughs> and supposedly OPP stands for other people's property. No, just kidding again. <laughs> it stands for Ontario Provincial Police. And on the back of that cover, George's fingers are supposedly pointing to some words that say, Wednesday morning at five o'clock, because that is when Paul was officially, officially pronounced dead. Because, of course, they would know all those little tiny details, apparently. I don't know. Hmm. And then uh, they continued to search for more clues. And on the White Album, the song Revolution 9 starts off by saying, number nine, number nine. And if you play it backwards and listen closely, you can hear... Turn me on, dead man. Which that is what I was gonna attempt to play. Let me see if it does. Cool. White album. On the track Revolution Number Nine, it begins with a voice saying, "Number nine, number nine." If you play it backwards, you can hear the words saying, "Turn me on, dead man." And if you listen, okay, were you guys able to hear that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, awesome. And. I could kind of make out those words, yeah. too. Hmm. Well, I think it has a lot to do with, like, psychologically, it's already being ingrained in you, and you're thinking, oh, yeah, I, I hear that, right? Because, I mean, I'm listening right. to these things, too, and I'm like, okay, yeah, that's what I'm hearing also. All right, so then mm -hmm. also in the spot between, in between the track, I'm So Tired and Blackbird, if that's played backwards, you can hear Paul say, I mean, Billy Shears say, Paul is dead, man. Miss him, miss him miss him and this is that part here i'm so tired and blackbird when you play that backwards you can supposedly hear john lennon say paul is dead man miss him miss him famously yeah i think All that right, one is a stretch it's a little bit of a stretch right yeah. <laughs> yeah, i thought so too yeah and then on uh strawberry fields forever you can hear john saying i buried paul but what it's actually saying is cranberry sauce. 
So here's that clip. Ever <laughs> you hear John saying what seems to be "I buried Paul." <laughs> Did that even sound like cranberry sauce, though? <laughs> I don't even think it sounded it like sound that either. Anything. No, <laughs> mm-hmm. I guess because it's it, it is a little faint, but. Again, I think because it's already ingrained in my head, I'm like, okay, I did hear I buried Paul. I did not hear cranberry sauce. I think the power of suggestion is very real. So I completely agree. (laughs) All right. So in October of 1969, the Beatles' new record was Abbey Road. And this album was also no stranger to clues that suggested Paul's demise. If you are familiar with that cover... It shows the Beatles crossing the street to their studio in a single straight line. People's theory suggests that this is depicting a funeral procession. John Lennon is the leader and is dressed in all white, which supposedly means he's the preacher. Next in line is Ringo Starr, and he's dressed all in black because he's the undertaker. Last in line is George Harrison, and he's also dressed, I'm sorry, no, he is dressed in all blue including blue jeans because he's the gravedigger. And second to last is Paul McCartney, or Billy Shears, I guess, dressed in a suit like I guess a corpse would be dressed. And he's out of step with the others. He has a cigarette in one hand, but it's pointed down towards the floor. And his barefoot, which is a sign in Sicily that means they're mourning. Because I guess mm-hmm. the Beatles have a lot of ties to Sicily. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That checks out. Exactly. I, I dig it. I feel like yeah, right? <laughs> that's yeah. <laughs> that's very strange. Wow. And then in the cover, there's also a Volkswagen in the background that has a uh, license plate that says 28 if because if McCartney would have been alive still, he would have been 28 if he were still alive. But in fact, he was very much alive. And 27. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That's funny. Interesting. John Lennon called this conspiracy the stupidest rumor I've ever heard. (laughs) That's in quotes. And the wild. And he's probably heard. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. And the wild accusations started to phase out. The Paul is dead theory was a cultural delusion. And Paul continues to thrive is very much alive and is magnificently amused by the whole thing. The end. (laughs) That's funny. I mean, that's really interesting. But I think also people can really read into any little thing. Of course. You know what I mean? Even if nothing's there, they're like, oh, my God, it's all white. We're going to get like some kind of storm. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You're like, what? Where did you get like nothing that ties anything together? You know what I mean? Wow, that's interesting. You know, thinking about that, that would be kind of cool to, be, to become famous or so famous that people are coming up with uh, conspiracy theories about you, you know? That's actually kind of cool, yeah. I think. I mean, it definitely gives them something to do. For example, I know there's a lot of fun Easter eggs in a lot of those Taylor Swift videos. So people like her fans will re-watch those videos so many times just to see if they can catch them all. And she does do them on purpose mm-hmm. because she knows that people are going to try to read into them. 
So it's, it is really interesting to hear like people be like, oh my God, did you guys get all the Easter eggs? There's like 30. You're like, whoa, only counted two. (laughs) Did she really mean to do 30? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's kind of a lot. (laughs) But um, yeah, it's fun to. No, I was gonna say, (laughs) believe it or not, the Beyonce fans, I think are even crazier. Um, I don't know if you you heard about this, but the Beyonce fans actually caused inflation to go up in Sweden. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah, and the reason that happened is because the tickets were being sold for a ridiculous amount here in the US. So a lot of fans were Mm -hmm. like, it's cheaper for me to hop on an airplane, go to Sweden, stay at a hotel there, uh, you know, visit visit some of the nicest hotels and restaurants in Sweden and fly back than it is to just me buy a ticket to go see her here. So there were so many people that went from other countries to go watch Beyonce in Sweden that I think it caused inflation to go up like 4% or 5%. <laughs> that's actually a good amount just for, yeah. wow, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Just for ticket sales. Yeah. And she's- That's ridiculous. I believe that. Also Sweden. How fucking cool yeah, is that? Like what a, like you get the best of both worlds, Queen B. Oh yeah. Sweden. That's where oh, all yeah. my favorite death metal <laughs> bands are from. So I would be down to go just for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I could see you actually going to the Queen B also. Yeah. And then like the next day, checking out like a whole bunch of other, your progressive metal band shows. <laughs> yeah, I, I I would go. I think it would be fun to go. And, oh, and you know yeah. what? Like they were saying that um, Taylor Swift made $1.5 billion. Poor, poor Taylor. She only made $1.5 billion. Uh, Beyonce is expected. It's not enough. Yeah, Beyonce is expected to make two point one billion from Jesus. this current tour that she's on. Oh wow! So and I they that's they need they need awesome. all of our support. So everybody, please support Beyonce and Taylor <laughs> Swift. <laughs> you know our good friend of the show, the Genster is going to go see. Yeah, her. I mm-hmm. hate to put this out there because I know there's a lot of uh, Queen B fans, Queen Bay, whatever. Oh, she's they're going to come but... for you. I would not say anything. Oh, girl, don't even say it. We're going to lose fans. When she went- We only got 11 and a half fans. (laughs) When she went solo, mm -mm. you know what? I I preferred her in Destiny's Child. Sorry. Putting it out there. Mm. It's kind of like with Shakira too. Like I liked her before she went- Pop. She did her crossover. Okay. I am totally 100% with you on the Shakira. Also- is it me or as soon as she went blonde, like she fucking sucked? I was like, oh, what the fuck is this? Like, no fighting, no fighting. <laughs> you know, I'm like, are you fucking kidding yeah. me? Like, what? This is what you're singing about? When, like, before you were singing about that um, Sombra de Ti song is the most beautiful and touching. And instead, she's like, my you know, hips are I'm gone, granted, my she's hips obviously are getting paid. I know. <laughs> yeah. She wolf. I'm a she wolf in your closet. <laughs> really? Okay. I don't know. I hate to, I don't want to shit on her. I think she's very talented. I just wish she did more of her like old meaning. Yeah, I agree. I like that when she was like a Spanish Alanis Morissette. At least that's what what, um, it reminded me of. Well, the good news is she's getting divorced, right? I mean, that's not whatever. But what I'm trying to say is (laughs) hopefully some good art comes out of the tragedy. (laughs) I know that sounded fucked up. (laughs) I should have started it differently. (laughs) Sorry, guys. But hopefully some good art comes out of some tragedy. Well, she's already come out with a bunch of diss tracks, so. Yeah, well, you know, like after the the pain. Yeah. Anyway, hopefully some other stuff will come out. Yeah, yeah hopefully. That new Kelly Clarkson is fucking good. I heard, is it? I heard that Gerard Piquet was yeah. actually working with Drake to come up with his own diss track. Oh, my god. You have got to be shitting me. Please that, tell that me that. That was a joke, yeah. 
I made that up. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Thank you. I was like, no. We're so gullible. No. <laughs> I was about to. No, I, I mean, dude, some crazy I, shit has happened. I totally so made that up. Sorry. I was going to say, why That's would funny. Drake do that to Shakira? <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I don't know. I, what did she ever do to you? I've, I've heard just, so many. Canadians are kind. No, I've heard so many stories about Drake that portray him in a bad light. I think right yeah, that now. That was like the first person you thought of? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. right now probably would not be the best time to uh, to go over them, especially because uh, we're already at over an hour. But um, yeah, oh, no. yeah, maybe maybe you can touch on them on future podcasts. <laughs> Erica says, yeah, yeah. unpopular opinions. Always fun. <laughs> I love unpopular opinions. Come on, everybody's got them. Yeah. Okay. True. So I can go next if you guys are ready. ready. You can tell me. We are ready. Oh, great. Let's talk about what many people are talking about right now. But first, our fun questions. (laughs) Taylor Swift. (laughs) And the Tay-Tay. And yes, Um, our fun questions, we still got to kick them off because even though it's a live story or a live uh, stream, rather, doesn't mean we're going to do things totally different. It's not going to be a good story without a 911 call. If someone asks you, hey, can I tell you a good story? Ask them. Does it have a 911 call? If they say no, you say save it. <laughs> I don't okay. want to hear it then. Don't I know, right? bore okay, someone else with those problems. <laughs> I know. <laughs> These little tales. I'm just kidding. No, I'm kidding. Okay. But first, can you share a time when you have had to call 911? Yes. Elena. Ooh, do tell. I got stuck in an elevator downtown. And I actually had just told the story to Adan and I guess Antonio had said that he either didn't remember me saying that story or it was a new story to him too. (laughs) But we were going to a Chihuahuas game and we happened to pass by that parking structure that's like the Union Plaza, Union Plaza? I don't remember what it's called. But it was when all those like clubs like Studio Studio 69 and Vanilla and all those 9-11 9-11 or something. I'm, I'm probably butchering the names of those bars because it's been such a long time. But it was during that time that that area was like super lively and parked in the parking structure. And it's probably what, four or five stories high and way too many people got on that elevator. And so mm. with the wait, we stopped like halfway somewhere between I don't know what floor and... That night, for whatever reason, I was pretty sober. I I guess I just didn't feel like drinking. So I was like the responsible one to call 911. And I just remember like everybody was being loud and belligerent and drunk. (laughs) And I remember yelling at everybody like, shut the fuck up. I'm calling 911. (laughs) (laughs) So I call 911. Uh, They send um, the fire department to rescue us. And so we're still stuck in between the floors. They open up the doors. And so they kind of have to like bring us down through the opening. And I remember that since I was the one that made the call, I was like, everybody get out of my way. I'm the first one to get out. (laughs) Dude, I was afraid that the elevator was going to like shift and cut off my legs. I was like, oh my God, I'm first. I'm first. That's so scary. That's like my nightmare. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, my God, is there enough oxygen in here? Yeah, no, I was. And I do have claustrophobia. So I was like dying. Luckily, mm. the fire department is like like two houses down. <laughs> so they showed up right away. Oh. Yeah, they're they're super close. They showed up right away. They pulled us out. I was the first one out. And um, yeah, and they just kept on pulling people out. And luckily, the 
the elevator never like moved or caved or anything. So that that's good. Ooh. But that's my my nine one one story. That's an exciting one, Jose. I actually do, do have one. Yeah, I had a girlfriend that was very toxic. I know Elena knows her. We're not gonna mm-hmm. say her name and put her on blast on fucking YouTube. Of course. But um, one time she had left the house. Uh, we had gotten into an argument. We would get into an argument every day. We had gotten into an argument and she left and she was like super pissed off and super drunk. So um, she lived- Oh no, yeah, bad combo. She lived like super far east side. Uh, at the time I was living in the west side. So I was honestly scared that she was gonna end up hurting herself or hurting somebody else. So I called 911 and I said, hey, you know, uh, my girlfriend and I just got in a fight. Uh, she's driving on the freeway and I'm you know, kind of scared. You know, could somebody go over there, see her or whatever. So luckily, uh, my ex, she ended up coming back. So she only left for like a little bit and came back and she didn't end up having to actually hurt anybody or anything. So I called 911 back and I told them, hey, you know what, a false alarm, she's back. You guys don't have to send out any resources or anything. But that's the um, mm. only time I think I can remember calling 911. Wow. Well, that's good because that seems like it was some time ago. Yeah, that was so. like 20 years ago. Yeah. A, a boring life is a good <laughs> life sometimes. Yeah. It's true. I I prefer the boring life. Like when I have all this shit going on and I'm like, oh my God, can you believe all this stuff is happening? I'm like, I hate to be that person. And then I'm like, oh, and they're like, oh, how are things going? And I'm like, good. I'm like, oh, I love this like boring, nothing to report life, you know? Agree 100%. (laughs) Yeah. But even though it is, oh, I was going to say, even though uh it is pouring, I I tend to tell people things are fine anyway. So... (laughs) Oh, I know. We sometimes have to compartmentalize. We're like, I'm not ready to share this with you yet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The last time I had to uh, call 911 was because I was going from the northeast of El Paso through the Trans Mountain. And it connects, for people who don't know, it connects the northeast El Paso to the northwest side of El Paso. In a really quick route, you just kind of go through the mountain, basically. And um, so when I had to call, it was because there was these two, these two vehicles and they were kind of, I don't want to say fighting each other, but like something was definitely going on. But one Subaru kept cutting off this big old truck. And I know I'm Texan, right? So there's a difference between a big old truck and a big old truck. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, a, I do mean a large, not new truck. Okay. <laughs> the location, like I said, is very important because there's only two lanes anyway, and what kept happening was the Subaru would cut off the truck when the truck was trying to pass them. And, you know, the the truck behind him, the passenger would throw up his hands like, you know, not in gang signs like you probably were thinking. <laughs> <laughs> but he was kind of trying to motion like, hey, what the hell? And it even seemed like the truck didn't really know why the Subaru kept trying to cut him off or not letting him pass. But it got to the point, guys, where like we couldn't even pass like me and like all these other cars that were trying to just like, OK, you guys want to fight it out? Like fucking knock yourselves out. Right. But we couldn't. So we were kind of stuck behind them. And it got to the point where one, the Subaru guy, he was throwing bottles at like really high up so that it would come down behind the freaking white truck. It was really crazy. So I was like, oh, no, this is like, this is where I kind of draw the line. That's too much, like, you know? Like uh, beer bottles? So, or? I don't know what kind of bottles they were. No, they weren't dark colored. They were a light color. So I, I don't, I mean, maybe liquor bottles, Weird. maybe? I don't know. He had a surplus but they were, of bottles They were like a car? clear. 
<laughs> yeah, I, no, there wasn't that many. There was only like two okay. or three. And I was like, oh my God. So I was like, whoa. So we were like getting all freaked out too, because, you know, people behind were, you know, still behind the truck mm-hmm. and stuff. So it was so really it was like crazy. Mario Kart. I, I did but call. With bottles and was... <laughs> instead of banana peels <laughs> and seat turtle shells. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I was that, yes. <laughs> and it was not as fun. <laughs> um, and I was hoping that there was going to be some police units. Because sometimes they do kind of wait at the bottom of the last final curve to see who's speeding. Because you can gain some momentum. I, hey, it's happened to me before. and <laughs> You end up speeding before you realize right. it, right? So I did call and see if there was any police units. I was like, hey, there's like some crazy road rage going on. And yeah, sadly... The police were not there, but but they did look out for them. I don't know. I don't know how it ended. Hopefully, it ended in a in a better way than I can only imagine. Yeah. But is that yeah. the nine one call that we're gonna so hear? hear? You calling them through? No, we're gonna we're we're gonna hear the nine one one call of what of the story that I want to oh, okay, talk cool. about. It's like a it's like in the news right now. I'll tell you that. Ooh. Okay, go. Okay, what's going on over there? Okay, lady, me, my dad, and my brother, we're working at a truck in our backyard. And we have a big lot outside, right? Correct? Okay. We were working, and we just see in a corner of our eye something fall down from the sky, and it was with light, and when it hit down, it was like a big impact, and we felt it. We felt like an energy, and then, and then, and then we hear like a lot of footsteps n- near us, and then we have a big, a big uh, equipment, and, and we see, and there's, a, there's like an eight-foot person beside it, and another one's inside, and it has big eyes and looking at us, and it's still there. Okay, where is this on your property? Uh, uh, in, in, in my backyard. I swear to God, this is not a joke. This is actually we so we terrified of it. So there's two people or two subjects that are in your backyard? Correct, and they're very large. They're okay. like eight foot, nine feet, ten foot. I don't know. They're, they, look like, they look like aliens to us. Big eyes. They have big eyes. Okay. Like, like I can't explain it. And big mouth. They're shiny eyes, and, and they're not human. They're 100% they're not human. Watch breaking news on YouTube. Subscribe. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Should have cut that part off. Sorry, guys. Um, so uh, this ex- inexplicable incident took place just before midnight, April 30th, this year, 2023. Have you guys heard about this story? I did. I actually have heard that 911 call. Yeah, it's so interesting. Officers showed up on the scene 38 minutes after the phone call, <laughs> which kind of feels slow to yeah. me. I, and I know that you work in law enforcement, so you can tell me if you think that's accurate. Is that like about normal? It just depends on the severity of the calls because they code them. So it just depends if there were other calls uh, ahead. Got it. Okay. I also thought that maybe it's possible that they didn't take it as seriously because it sounds <laughs> kind of far-fetched, right? <laughs> so I thought, hey, it's possible they didn't take it that seriously. And they're like, all right, fine, send somebody in. <laughs> but they did say that other officers started to report things because another body cam did see or did catch an actual like a fireball in the sky, which, again, nobody knows what it is, but it looks like a fireball. Mm-hmm. So it's possible that maybe some other people were like, no, no, this is true. Something's weird out there. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Another set of eyewitnesses, two brothers and a father were outside and they were working on a vehicle. And that was when they said they saw something in quotes, sparkly, crashing down. And they said that um, that it hit and they don't know where it hit, but it felt like some kind of like a shockwave. 
another person by the, oh, the person by the name of Angel, who was that witness who had called in. He had tried to look at whatever the crash site and the people and stuff like that, the vehicle that it was. And he said he couldn't really see the vehicle, that it was like blurry. Almost like, I guess what I'm thinking of is, um, we hear it in like a lot of sci-fi stuff, like those invisibility cloaking, right? I think that's what it's called. So Harry Potter has one too. I don't know. I think. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I think so too. I haven't seen or read Harry Potter, but I've heard that, that, yeah, they also talk about that. So initial, initial thoughts, you guys? Um, well, Erica thinks that it might be an acid trip. And Elena also said that the ring is on acid. Oh, because I said that there's actual, <laughs> actually video from ring cameras of this incident. <laughs> so it's probably not acid. <laughs> the ring is on acid. Yeah. No Lena, context the ring is on behind acid. that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, who's drunk right now? <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Samara. Yeah, no, I, I was actually going to talk about the the ring, how it did catch some stuff. So we can throw these things out of order just because at this point after that, it's just kind of interesting to talk about, right? Um, but you're right. Uh, the ring, somebody had released their ring footage and it gets really bright and you hear a loud crash, like a real deep, um, like an impact kind oh, of wow. loud crash. And it was right at that same time that those people had called and was like, hey, something's in my backyard, you know, whatever you heard that. So maybe it was just a meteor and then people having an acid trip. I believe that it could definitely have been uh, a fireball because even those big meteors, when they start to crash into our atmosphere, they can create a sonic Mm -hmm. boom, which could have been that big, loud, like shockwave that they were explaining. So, I mean, I can I can totally believe that part. I just don't know how to explain the beings. And then there was four people in the um, family that were like, they look very normal. And like one person was even in like a little vatita, like a, <laughs> like a robe. They were not partying is basically what I'm saying. I'm not, they were, I don't think anybody's going to a party in their robe. They were all, so I think. They um, were all secretly laced with something. <laughs> Yeah, it's possible. It was the malcriado hijo or primo or something that put something in their dinner. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't don't know. The guy did sound pretty lucid. I will say that. Um, They also said that they heard whatever these creatures were walking on their roof. They had heard that they heard them um, walking on the outside of their backyard. One of the creatures climbed inside this large front loader. It's what it's called. It's almost like a like a bulldozer, like those big digging machines, which is really weird to me. If you have a machine that goes into space, why would this bulldozer be interesting? <laughs> you know, it's like owning a private jet and being curious about a Vespa. But also, I really do want a Vespa. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know about what they saw, but I think, like you said, it, yeah, it, it was like some type of fireball or, or meteor or something that went to the sky. Mm-hmm. And I think... That was enough for them to get paranoid. And I don't know if you've ever experienced mm. something like that, like when you're by yourself or maybe you're with somebody else and it's like really quiet and then you hear a noise. You're like, oh my God, what was that? And mm. your mind just starts playing tricks on you, you know, because your mind is trying to figure out mm. what it was that you saw or you heard. And I think it's easy for things like that just to get out of control. That That's personally what I think. I don't believe that there were actual aliens, but, you know, honestly, that would be the thing that I would want most to come true is for 
you know, somebody to yeah. actually see. Uh, preferably, I would want me to see an alien like up close or something. But mm -hmm. at least for us to be visited and mm -hmm. there be like documented proof, and it's not like some weirdo that you know calls it in, and, and it's actually like scientists and stuff. I would love for that to to happen in our lifetime. Yeah, no, I would definitely love to see some kind of video footage of it too. I don't care how freaky or scary or gory looking it is. I totally want to see it. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway. I think I've seen too uh, many uh, alien invasion movies and I would not like that to happen in our lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. I guess like I'm always, yeah, I'm always assuming I'm like, they're just curious like us. What's up? Let's hug it out, guys. Let's, let's hug it out. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah. No, I, I would allow myself to be but, abducted, like just so that oh, I could no. see and so you can get well, the anal probe. No, that's we get it. that. That's not the part that I'm looking <laughs> forward to. But you know, just to be able to say, hey, you know, like I was with these aliens and we hung out and everything, and you know, hopefully there's a way we can communicate or something, you know, because you know I wouldn't want to be yeah. just like a pet or whatever, and them just like poking at me and you know looking at me. But mm -hmm. um, uh, yeah, I, I think that would be super cool. I would love that and. I would volunteer yeah. to be abducted. No way. After watching that <laughs> Fire in the Sky movie, you heard it here first, people. Yeah. Oh, oh I remember that. No, yeah, man, that's that, an old freaky movie. That movie freaked me out so bad. Never. No, I would never wish that. I think also because I was really young when I saw that, that I was like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I think I need to rewatch it to see if it's still the same still scare really factor. Scary. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. Well, since the property owner had a lot of those expensive type of vehicles, you know, those bulldozing machines and stuff like that, they do have a camera to make sure that, you know, nobody steals their property and, you know, those vehicles. They did say that when whatever said thing landed, that the camera completely shorted out, which kind of sucks. Of course. I know. <laughs> Angel said that the creature was grayish in color very large eyes and very long legs. He even said that he could hear it take like really deep, long breaths. So maybe this is why he was, or maybe this is like him trying to describe its anatomy or something. I'm not sure. But they did say that a news helicopter or somebody, maybe a drone had looked into the backyard to see, you know, if there was any footprints or I don't know, whatever, right? Something. And the weird thing is they did see an impression of a circle. There's like a circular impression. <laughs> so they don't know if maybe that's the landing site or <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? But um, I know that looking at the body cam footage, I think it did look like a fireball because it was green also. Mm -hmm. I don't know. So I, at least out of that piece, I don't know if those two things are related, but that's my particular um, hypothesis anyway. But further, um, Las, Vegas, Las Vegas Police Department placed cameras in the family's backyard just in case the alien's going to return for like, maybe they forgot their sunglasses or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but they did place cameras there. They didn't catch anything. They only left them for a few days and then they ended up um, removing the cameras already. But they did say that they took this call very seriously. So they're not going to get slapped with like a hoax type of call because, you know, those things are actually punishable. But I don't know. I thought I thought it was a really interesting topic just because everyone's talking about it. Um, it's fun to talk about things that are especially supposedly out of this world. I don't know. It's fun. It's neat. It's neat to think what how everybody thinks. Yeah. Yeah. When I heard about well, the I'm police. I'm definitely skeptical. So. I am too. And when I heard about the police putting the cameras there, 
I was like, well, hopefully we do get something, but as far as I could tell, it doesn't oh, appear yeah. like we Only did. if you leave it for a couple of days, that's not going to yeah. do well, anything. There, there is some hope, supposedly, because the guy who had called in did say that he had his phone with him and he did try to record some stuff, but he has yet to post it or to share it anywhere. Still photoshopping it. So I don't know. Or, you know, shit, the, the men in black people have already come to get them or something. <laughs> I don't know. Well, that's another conspiracy out there, though, the men in black. Oh, I believe that. Yeah, for sure. I, I believe anything could be a conspiracy if you read too much into it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know. So it's pretty interesting. Definitely. For sure. And those ring camera videos were really yeah. cool. You know, just seeing all those things fly. It looked like it was more than one, right? Like things just flying through the sky. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It almost felt like something had broken apart because it was one really big one. And then there was like smaller things. Yeah. Well, cool. This is our, our fun Las Vegas possible UFO. Or wait, no, wait, what are they called now? Like, oh, yeah, um, there's a different acronym for them now. Yeah. Oh, uh, shoot. UAP or whatever. Something like something. that. Yeah. It's UFO, yeah. guys. It's a UFO. <laughs> I think everybody's always going to call them UFOs. Yeah. <laughs> Just like Pluto I is still so a planet. Too. I don't know. Just kidding. <laughs> it is still a planet. Damn it, guys. <laughs> Just kidding. There's a funny t-shirt, by the way, of, of a Pluto. And it said, um, it said, uh, size doesn't matter according to your mom. And then it said Pluto. <laughs> it was really fucked up. I was like, oh my God, Pluto. Pluto's so, uh, <laughs> they're making him sound so like, so cruising. Speaking of Pluto, ay, ay, uh, Antonio says, why did the dude on the audio sound like he talked like Speedy Gonzalez or is it just me? Yeah, he definitely sounded like Angel might have been a Latino uh, of Latino origin. I don't know. It's possible. Does anybody know? Yeah, I he sounded normal that, to me. What their ethnicity but, um, was. I also have an accent. He sounded so. like, no, because he was like, okay, us, lady. One of us. <laughs> yeah. We're finally yeah. getting representation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's right. In a form other than drug dealers. Oh, yeah. Or gang members yeah. or migrants. Sort or... of. <laughs> yeah. Right. So I thought it would be fun since uh, there's some questions that I commonly get asked pertaining to the podcast. I'm sure you, you ladies get asked a bunch of weird questions pertaining. Well, I mean, it's not weird. I guess just people just being curious. So I kind of compiled the list here that we can definitely add to of some of the type of questions that, you know, normally I get asked when it comes to the podcast. Um, there are a couple that are um, related to Isela and I, which I'll save those for the end. Mm -hmm. But one question that I oftentimes get asked is, how do we decide what topics we're going to cover? So um, Elena, how do you normally decide what you're going to cover? I don't know. Something will just grab at me that month or week or day. And I'm like, okay, this is what I'm going to research for this next episode. It's pretty much it. What about you, Isela? I am a big fan of documentaries. So if there's something that was really incredible or amazing, which is kind of like the one that I had seen for the the channel, right? The English, uh, that, that tunnel that goes underneath the, the water. Um, I was just like, oh my God, everybody needs to know about this, which, you know, nobody needs to really, <laughs> but I thought it was fascinating. And it's just things that, um, even things that I'm like, oh my God, how does this happen? Or why does this, you know, I, it's just me being curious. And then I read into it and then I'm like, oh, this is very interesting. I'm going to make it a, you know, a thing. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty similar to me also. I'm, I'm a big fan of everything that's weird. Like if something's very weird and mm -hmm. random, I love it. So normally when I encounter something like that, I normally, I have a list that's 
by this point, if it was like a list on paper, it would probably be like a page and a half long or something of just topics that I want to cover, yeah. things that I've heard of, things that yeah. I've seen. And that's normally how I come across it. Normally, I like to cover things that are not that well known because, like, for me, like, I feel like people can just go and, you know, watch a million YouTube videos or watch or listen to a, a ton of podcast episodes about it. But、um, I guess as the podcast、mm-hmm. has evolved,、uh, at the very beginning, I did do a lot of like more common things. But now, like, I find myself looking for really weird, obscure things that probably nobody has ever heard of. I don't agree with that statement. I think that even at the beginning, you did stuff like Stetson. I didn't know anything about their background. I thought it was pretty fascinating. And then you did another one shortly thereafter, the number stations. Never heard of that <laughs> shit either. Even some of our listeners, they were like, oh my God, this was such an interesting topic. And I'm like, I know, <laughs> so cool. I don't think that you did common things back then well, either. I, I think number stations is kind of well known. Or at least it's more well known than like the whole like celestial seasonings things with the their tie to Urantia and cults and all that shit.、Mm-hmm. So I guess that's what I mean. But I mean, I guess it's just all subjective. But I I do try and find、For、things、sure. that are really weird and obscure. I guess I'm a really weird and obscure yeah, person.、Weird. So <laughs> no, you're not, I, dude. I mean, you're talking to the person that loves paranormal stories. I mean, nobody knows how these things come about. But I love to hear all that weird stuff. Even though, like, I normally tend to like documentaries, you know, that are not as weird. I think I might be the person that does the least weird things of that. Although I know I did like the craziest, the grossest one that so far. I think, <laughs> but、um, but yeah, I, I think I usually tend towards just like,、mm, how does this work? Or、whatever. I'm glad you brought up paranormal because another question that I get asked a lot oh, is,、cool. um, we cover a lot of paranormal topics and conspiracy theories. And if there's any that we actually believe in,、uh, another variation of this is、uh, of all the weird things that we covered, what's one that we wish was true? And I'll start with you, Isela. I well, I don't know if I wish that it was true because it sounds like it definitely was true. But I almost wish that I could be like a fly on the wall in all those like Alistair Crowley that you were talking Crowley.、Um, meetings that he would have with the, these. There were so many people involved, and then I. I don't even know what kind of crazy shit they would talk about. Like that's kind of like my curiosity. Like I would love to be like a little parrot on his shoulder. <laughs> he was a pirate, I guess, <laughs> and just see what the hell he did and why he had so many crazy followers and why was he so charming? And I don't know. I, that's kind of interesting to me. I don't know if there's one that's necessarily one that I like. Oh, I wish it was true. Like I, I think I wish out of All of the stuff, like oh, I wish I I knew more about yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> no, I definitely would have loved to attended one of the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn meetings or something, just to see what craziness、right. came out of it. What do they talk about exactly? Now, of all the crazy <laughs> paranormal and conspiracy you, theories that we've covered, is there one that you actually believe in?、Mm, I don't. I don't think so. I I think I I really believe in more things that are. Provable that are you know half proof, <laughs> so I don't think so. No, they're fun to talk about. But that's kind of why I'm here for、yeah. it. You know. What about you, Elena? Is there any of the paranormal topics or conspiracy theories that we've covered? Is there one that you actually believe in? And if there's not, is there one that you wish was true? I don't know if you consider it paranormal, but I guess the Pascualita one. Oh yeah. I kind of feel like、uh, that mannequin totally looked. Like it could have been a real person. 
I don't know. She does look weird. I don't know. Yeah. That one's debatable, but I think it could be true. And I don't know if I told you, Lena, but remember that time we went to Chihuahua to watch Halloween? Yeah. Yeah, yep. I know that Anna had said that we had gone to see her, but I don't remember. Yeah, remember we had the 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 los hot dogs, la pascualita. It was it was right in front of Right in front. Yeah. I don't remember that, but I remember you talking about it on the podcast and I was like, "We did?" <laughs> we did? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was only 15, <laughs> so that's oh, fuck. A long time ago now. <laughs> that was only six no, years ago, yeah. guys. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> I threw up multiple times uh, during that trip from all the uh, alcohol yeah. that I ingested. I'm actually surprised that I didn't multiple die from all the on alcohol. The same night. So I definitely did not remember. Wow. I don't remember that part either, but that's kind of cool that we did. And it's too bad we don't remember it. Is there one that you wish was true? Um, the vampires one that you covered, Isela. The vampires of oh, I know. whatever. <laughs> But I've always been best. Oh no, I think that would- I've always been fascinated with vampires. Um, so. the Rhode Island oh, yeah, yeah. ones or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's really interesting. I think Jose did that one. That was so oh, I thought you did. Interesting. I don't know why I thought you did that story. Yeah, I it think was it was me. Jose, I definitely right? Did the vampires? Oh my bad. Okay, I'm like, wait, wait. <laughs> oh my bad. I don't know why I thought it was you. No, yeah. and actually, what inspired that one is that I had gone on a ghost tour in El Paso, and they had talked about um similar to like the one that we took with uh, Leon, where we went to some place. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently, there's some place downtown that used to be like a like a makeshift cemetery. And um, I think what what they said was that people that had consumption were normally people that were buried there in that area. And consumption was what a lot of people believed was vampires. So I was like, huh. Oh. And then I remember I was listening to another podcast, and they were saying like, oh, we're we're doing a podcast about the vampires of Rhode Island. So I was like. Vampires of Rhode Island, why do I not know about this? So yeah, I did some research on it and I I never heard the podcast. I forgot what the podcast was called and I tried finding it because I really wanted to hear it because I like to I like to hear things after I do the research to see, you know, what we cover that's similar and what we don't. But yeah, I, mm-hmm. I could never find it. But it was an ad for like the vampires of Rhode Island. And I wish I would have written down what the podcast was called so I could go back and hear it. Oh man, that's funny. It sounds like you started hearing it and you turn that shit off you're like i need to know more <laughs> yeah, I, yeah i've always been fascinated with um with vampires also but if i had to pick one topic like i said earlier it would have to be aliens i want aliens to be real mm. well i want them to be real because i feel like that also means that there is true hope for interstellar type of travel and who knows maybe they didn't come from another star maybe it's just like Interest or in the in the solar system, but still, that would be cool too. Yeah, mm-hmm. Definitely, uh, I'm all, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> not really. Um, another uh, well, actually, most of these questions are Isela and I related. Um, I always get asked sure. um, how you and I met, and I think we've covered it before mm. that it was a gothic nightclub where we had. No, oh. that's. A- <laughs> the- but ChatGPT says it was uh, oh, us that's in high right. school, yeah. <laughs> which means you also know um, our buddy Josh Josue. Josh, how's it going, buddy? <laughs> yeah, I remember we took um, we took a shop in in high school. Yeah, shop. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. When shop used to be uh, offered in the fifties. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, right? he had a really cool Camaro that's that we funny. would always work on after school. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. We we do wish. 
<laughs> we do wish. <laughs> yeah. There was one person that had a Camaro in a high school and we were like, oh my God, it's so cool. But then another person ended up getting a 300Z and suddenly the Camaro was not as cool. We were like, oh, this is super Was cool. that Ro- Ronaldo? <laughs> anyway. Your, your date that one time that you guys had to... He did. He never went to high school with me. Remember, oh. he was older than me. That was the creepy part. Oh, that was a creepy okay. factor. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The extra added creepy factor. Yeah. And I guess to answer the question, Erica says, "Oh, sorry, I was gonna just read the chat real quick." What a great recap! Yeah. And then Antonio said, "Jose's best joke was at the beginning of the Butterbox Babies when he said something like, This episode will will not be lighthearted like my other episodes.'" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I do enjoy enjoy making jokes sometimes. Most of the time they fail, though. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, though. But the true story of how Isela and I met was actually online on Google Plus. Like it mm-hmm. was, um, I think I had posted a video of Aaron McCarley or something, and then you went, and then you went yeah, on there to co- uh, to comment that, oh, she's so good. I saw her like on a cruise or whatever, and then. Uh, I think from there, you and I just started <laughs> yes. talking, and then we started talking about a bunch. Of, right, our immediate. Yeah, a bunch of the different music. Yeah, our immediate bond yeah, was the her. music right. and stuff that we were into, and then um, eventually we got into an into art. And I think like the next day or something, you and I were at the art mm-hmm. museum, like checking out uh, some of Diego Rivera. Yeah, artwork. I was like, let's go yeah. check out some art. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which I do have to say, I know that sounds. It sounds risky, I think, right? When you don't know somebody online. I thought you were going to murder me for sure. And I'm the first person to be like, <laughs> yeah, all 120 <laughs> pounds of me. That's because you, you were catfishing <laughs> him and you were not really Isela. <laughs> you were oh, that's Iselo. True. Yeah, maybe he thought it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Iselo Green. <laughs> so I know that that does sound like it could have been a little dangerous, but... I don't know. I think sometimes I'm a good judge of character. Sometimes I'm very much not. So I can put that yeah, out there. Th- <laughs> I was like, oh, this guy and seems super s- cool. He's going to be my friend. thank you so much for not murdering me, Sala. <laughs> I actually was very worried about that. Oh, yet. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's like the worst joke. It's a worst joke. You know, I think like my camera autofocus went out. So I'm going to see if I can fix it. I tried turning off my camera and turning it back on again, but it didn't yeah. work. So Yeah, you've been yeah, fuzzy for a little bit. So it's going to be... Hopefully. You wanted to be part of a conspiracy theory, Jose, right? Yeah. There you go. He's like, I yeah, am. That, now the autofocus yeah. is Isela's, Isela's, Isela murdered Jose conspiracy theory. No, just kidding. No, <laughs> that's awful. Well, that would have been no. before this podcast, so nobody would have known who the hell I was. Um, <laughs> oh, it focused in on your little monito, but you're still a little fuzzy. Yeah. I, that's weird. I don't know. I know. I tried turning so off the weird. camera because normally that works, but it... Um, it didn't work. Fuck it. Yeah. Well, I'm not very good looking to begin with. So, oh, you know what? <laughs> yeah, I, I know what's happening. I, it's focusing on the ghost that's in front of oh. you. Mm, there's only maybe like <laughs> a foot between me and the camera. So, um, I don't think there would be enough. Unless yeah. it's a really thin, yeah. It's a skinny ghost like me. I mean, <laughs> I just, it's a little girl. A little just girl. I wait. <laughs> I know. And this one, I feel, I don't know if we've talked about it on the podcast, but I feel like I've, said it a bunch of times um, about what led us to starting the podcast. And um, it was actually, we had taken a road trip. That was when we took the road trip to Dallas to go look at the all the Justice League costumes. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of the, yeah, the stuff that you yeah. were almost crying at. Mm-hmm. And I think the whole trip over there, we didn't listen to the radio once. 
No. And I no. Think- yeah. And we were just talking. And the cool thing was we weren't even talking over each other. We were just like a great, seamless 10-hour conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Except for the times where yeah. we were lost. That's when we were put on the be my lover, wanna be my lover. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And then the whole, don't turn around. <laughs> Cause you're gonna see my <laughs> oh, actually, I have a story about Asa Base, but I think this podcast will end up becoming like another hour if I go into it. But I'll, <laughs> I'll say it yeah, yeah, another yeah. one. So yeah, I think that conversation okay. was it. Um, we had gone to go look at the costumes, and I think we had tried going to another museum, but it was dr- it was still during COVID, and I think they're only allowing like a certain amount of people at one time. So I don't think we were able to get, get mm-hmm. into the museum, right? Like it was the Museum of Natural History. Yeah, I don't think we did. I think that was when we ended up, yeah, um, I think that was when, which we walked fucking forever, by by the way. Um, I think we just kind of like, you know, like cut our losses and we went back to the hotel. We had already bought this like Snoop oh, Dogg yeah. wine, so we had the blood of a Snoop <laughs> Nice. <laughs> yeah. And then I don't remember what Those we were oblas. eating, but I remember at one point he made a oblas. Yeah, there's this Mexican candy that has these like rice paper things that almost remind us of the communion that you take in (laughs) the Eucharist that you take in a Catholic mass. So he was like, oh my God, we've got the blood of a snoop and we have the (laughs) communion here. (laughs) Yeah. And it was during that drunken stupor that we started talking about it. And then uh, we were like, oh, so what should we call the podcast? Nisela was like, well, a podcast is technically a conversation. That's it. So I went on there and I got like the domain yeah. name. I did the logo real quick. Yeah. So that's why the, the logo looks very cheap because I literally did it like in uh, yeah. five minutes while we were there in the hotel room. <laughs> it's cool. I like our logo. And also in a somewhat drunken stupor, that was pretty amazing then because we had had a lot of drink and you did all that. Yeah, that was pretty amazing. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah. And then Erica also said, people are quick to judge. I met Lilana online and we did not murder each other. Yet. No, just oh, kidding. She didn't see? say it. <laughs> Thank you. I- <laughs> well, I haven't seen Leilana in That's a while, awesome. so maybe, I mean, I don't know. Ooh. I don't know. Oh, the conspiracy it's been a while stars. Since I've seen her. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, Elena came on board because um, Isela had said that she had wanted to switch to only releasing two episodes a month. Cause I guess because like, you know, all, all, mm-hmm. all the restrictions have gone away and I, th- I guess you want to to spend more time with your daughter and you know do more things that were yeah, not yeah. tied in front of the computer. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't want to do that, especially because our podcast, like the popularity was taking off. So I was like, well, maybe I can find somebody else that, you know, maybe you and I can do two episodes and then I can find somebody to do two episodes with. So I was telling Elena about it and then I was like, I'll do it. And I was yeah, she's like, put me in the game, coach. <laughs> and I was like, really? And she was like, yeah, I've got a lot of time to do research and stuff. And I think it's fun and you know, I'll, I'll do it. Yeah. It's also great to hear a little bit of that, like, sibling, uh, you know, like, when you know someone so well, then you guys already kind of, you're almost like sharing like a part of your brain together already. Because I can hear you guys kind of going to the same thought process at the same time. Sometimes I'm like, oh, this is funny already. <laughs> so I'm glad. Yeah, I'm totally glad. Yeah, you joined. I'm very glad you joined also. I think it's been a great mix yeah. you know, to have you in there. Yes. Yeah. Well, I appreciate I appreciate the opportunity. So, and I almost I almost yeah. backed out because I was getting like anxiety oh. to 
anxiety attacks because I was like, oh my God, I'm gonna have to research and I'm gonna have to do this. And I'm gonna, I don't know. I just, my <laughs> brain just went on overload and I was like, I can't do this. I can't. It's too much. Oh, <laughs> oh, and there you are. And here I now am. Now you're like a pro. No, well, not yet, but. That's <laughs> yeah, okay. We're not that great either. Don't worry. <laughs> no, when. I try. When it's two in the morning and I'm like only halfway through editing an episode, I've gotten close to saying, you know what? I want to quit. I don't want to do this anymore. I can't. Yeah. I can't. Fuck this game. But no, yeah. I always end up pushing through. And, you know, I've I've gotten a lot of like people sharing great stories about how they found our podcast. Um, I had one person mm -hmm. that she said that, uh, oh, you know, we keep her entertained on her long bus trips, like while she's commuting to work. So, you know, oh, I hear stuff awesome. like that. And people are like, oh, you know, we really enjoyed this show that you guys did or whatever. So those things kind of are like the motivation for they me motivate to keep you. going. Keep you going. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's validating to hear. I, I mean, even if I know there's probably some kind of like awards and like top 10 podcasts, like, I don't know if that would really necessarily motivate me, but what, what really does motivate me is like hearing those, oh, the, I love this story. I never knew about this or I had heard about this, but I always wanted to know more and yeah, stuff definitely. like that. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. um, one that I get asked all the time is if uh, you and I, Isela, are going out or if we're married. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> apparently, I apparently do get that a lot too. people are shipping us online, but... Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there we go. It is us together forever in a, a manner. <laughs> no, but we are not married and uh, we are not dating. So sorry for no. everybody that... No. Yeah, sorry for everybody that was creating that fan fiction in their mind or whatever. <laughs> I, yeah. He just takes me for curly fries in the middle of the night sometimes. <laughs> that sounds so like... That sounds so strange, but no, no. We've done that. Those yeah, were fun. definitely. Uh, any other questions you all have been asked that you wanted to, to go over? Those were the common questions that we get. Cool. Um, or that I've gotten anyway, a few of those. I don't know if there's any yeah, others. That's all I've got. And on that high note, we hope that you enjoyed the show mm. and you join us again next week. If you're enjoying the show, leave us a review, tell a friend, and subscribe wherever fine podcasts are sold. Follow us on the socials at greetingstac, email us at greetingstac at gmail.com, or leave us a voicemail at 915-317-6669. If you have a story to share with us. About the time you got abducted by aliens. And did not have an anal probe in yours. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think I was I, gonna I think take you're, it you're obsessed Sorry. with anal probes, Isala. I think so. <laughs> oh, I think that. When is the only other time you get to use that <laughs> phrase, right? Beats. But there's UFOs. No, just kidding. <laughs> ah, hijo. All right, Antonio. <laughs> we don't want to hear about all that. <laughs> all right. Everybody that's watching us online, thank you so much for joining us. I thought there was going to be like yes. nobody on here, but it means the world to us that y'all decided to join us. So thank you so much. We're going to go ahead and end the live stream now. Muchas yes. gracias. Have a good rest of your day. Thank you so much. <laughs> Bye.